Are you looking for new books to read? Do you like finding a new special author? Are you tired of the same old books from the same old authors? Well then, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where you can hear from fantastic new authors. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have worked hard to write great new books. Hear about their book and why you should check it out. So sit back and listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. Hello, all, and welcome to Discovered Wordsmith, episode 113. Um, today I've got Diane Bador and she writes cozy mysteries. We have a fun little talk about her books. It's always good to talk about something like this because it's a good relaxed book. It's a good, um, take to the beach as she mentions and, uh, not have to get caught up in something like so in depth and deep and it's uh, a good fast read. So it's a fun book. Um, I, I would highly recommend if you're looking for something for this summer, cause here we're coming up on July 4th and everybody wants something to carry with them. This would be a great choice. And Diane's a fun talk. We talk the second half for authors. We talk about, uh, being a playwright. She works on a stage. Uh, it's an interesting, uh, discussion because many people are so interested in writing a screenplay and plays themselves are similar but different. It's a good talk, good some good advice, some interesting things that a lot of authors may not have heard about. So stick around for that half also. So again, if you go to the website and take a look, I've got over on the border, I have some um, links that if you're interested in any of those services, uh, those are the ones I recommend because those are the ones I use. If you click them, it gets a little bit of affiliate money my way, help support the podcast, help support all these authors that are trying to get their books heard, trying to become the author that people go to and want to read. And Diane's one of those. So please uh, use the links, buy the books if you're interested in them after listening to the podcast. That's the whole idea. And so before I ramble any further, here's Diane. So Diane, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths. How are you doing today? I'm great. The weather's gorgeous here so far. So is here. I am in southern Ontario, Canada. So. Nice. Yeah, not too far away. I'm in Ohio, down below the Great Lakes. Oh. Yep. Very I similar. I love those Great Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. The I weather can in- change like that. <laughs> that. Yes. I just had a friend complaining. They're like, what? I woke up this morning with snow on the on the lawn and now I'm mowing it in my shirt and t-shirt and shorts and t-shirt at the same day. (laughs) Yeah. I went to Michigan last year and we were like standing and Hey, I could probably throw a baseball and hit Canada over there. There's a few spots like that. Tell us before we get started talking about your book, tell us a little bit about you and your life, what you like to do outside of writing. Is there anything outside of it? No, I actually, I work full time for a theater, a live stage theater, which is a total blast. And I actually wrote my first play. So I'm waiting to see if they'll actually do a workshop with it or whatever. Besides writing, I was telling you earlier, I've got two cats and a dog here, which definitely keep you on your toes. Yeah, I have an old cat who loves to howl. So if you hear howling, it's not children, it's just the cat. Could be Bigfoot up in Ontario. 
could be. <laughs> Great. So why did you want to start writing? I don't, I don't know that I ever really just started. I think I've always just done it. And it was where I grew up. In, I grew up in Alberta, so it's like Montana. It's big and wide, and there's not a lot to do. So you keep busy. You pick up a pen and create stories, which I really loved. So I just I started writing when I was a kid, and I just haven't really stopped. Nice. Okay. And your first book, this is your first book, correct? This is actually my 13th. Oh, man. Okay. 13th. I missed that. Wonderful. <laughs> Okay, but your newest book is The Conned Lady, right? Yeah. Why did you tell us a little bit about the book and why you wanted to write this particular book? This book is actually the fifth in my Wild Blue Mystery series, and it kind of wraps up the entire series. The whole series is based on a character named Katie who is on the run from some very bad guys and comes to a small town and decides, well, I don't know where I am, then these bad guys aren't going to know either, right? So she kind of stays and runs a bookstore. And the whole series goes on about her friendships, relationships, everything that happens in the town. And the con lady is actually the summation of her past coming back to haunt her and how she has to face it and deal with it. And some not so great things happen, but it's a relatively cozy series in that there's not a lot of blood and guts and gore and it's a little more suspense than anything else and a lot of mysteries. I, I found it to be a lot of fun. When I first started to write this series, I had just moved to this small town in Ontario, so everything was new. And I'm like, what if I was on the run from somebody? How would I feel? And I incorporated a lot of the town I live in into the series, which was fun. to. I did. The book launch for the bookstore lady, which is the very first book in this series, actually did it in the bookstore that inspired the bookstore lady. So nice. <laughs> that was really cool. Nice. Okay. So it, it has that little bit of a Jessica Fletcher type of feel to it from what it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a little bit younger. I think they're all around 30 something characters. Okay. But I have a couple of characters in there that, yeah, Jessica Fletcher would have a blast hanging out with. <laughs> There's my Jessica Fletcher muse. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So what other writers or books out there would you say are similar to yours? I don't know. I, I try to keep them just slightly different, but I know my biggest inspiration was Janet Ivanovich, who writes the stephanie plum series and that was the book series that i started reading then i went yeah i can do this <laughs> this is it's fun it's quirky it tells a great story and my only complaint was she dragged out these relationships for 25 books or something and i gave up after 19 but i really i admired her writing that's very clean and not really wordy Okay. You know what I mean? There's description, but not overkill. Okay. So it, it's not like Stephen King and a few others like well, that. Well, actually, the one I'm reading right now is Alexander Smith McCall, who is very wordy, <laughs> but a great story. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's 
people like different things, which is what makes it great that not everybody has to write the same type of thing. Exactly. And that's what makes it fun. Like I get to, I work with other writers as well. So I get to read their stuff and go, wow, I would never write that way, but I really like this. It's fun. So you said you have some other books out. Are those similar cozy type mysteries, different characters, or are they related? No, they're totally separate locations, separate characters. So I've got the Wild Blue Mysteries, which the setting is, <laughs> I said it in the U.S., mostly on the advice of writer friends who said, you're never going to sell in the U.S. if you don't set it in the U.S. So I'm like, okay. So it's set along Lake Erie, Detroit area. Okay. Gilda Wright Mysteries is definitely set in a similar area because they travel between Buffalo and Detroit a lot for different reasons. And that one, is, she is actually the receptionist of a small karate school, which I used to do for years. And nice. I'm like, this is kind of fun. I'll make it a thing. Sugarwood Mysteries is when I'm just working on a new book for this fall. And the main character and her sidekick actually own a little craft shop. So it's a little more cozy than the other two, but it's fun. <laughs> I enjoy it. So why did you choose writing this type of book, Cozy Mysteries, as opposed to something else? <laughs> it chose me. <laughs> okay. I love that. I've always been big into puzzles and mysteries. I grew up reading the Hardy Boys. I, it's funny how Nancy Drew wasn't really a thing for me. It was always the Hardy Boys. Nice. Because I wanted to be one of them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't? just always I was, thought it was great fun. And... Uh, I actually ended up, I was writing different things and just not quite finding my niche. And I ended up entering a contest to write a cozy mystery or a mystery novella. And they based it on one of those old mystery party games. Okay. And they gave you all the characters, all the scenarios. They gave you everything. You didn't have to think. You just had to write and it's 10 chapters. Each chapter was in the point of view of a different character, which if you ever want to stretch your brain, try writing 10 different chapters with 10 different character point of views, because it was just like, whoa. Was it the same situation in scene <laughs> from 10 different viewpoints, or did the story progress? The story progressed. So basically, you had the murder at the beginning of the story. You had the dead person laying there and what happened. There's in those mystery party games, there's always a detective or a police officer who's solving the case. And he starts off the whole mystery. And then each chapter, he's questioning the different characters. And I just, I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. And I am winning the contest, which was really cool. Nice. Congrats. And I went, mm, maybe this is a thing. Wow. Yeah. It, it sounds a little bit like Knives Out. Or one of those type yeah, of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And these are independently published or have you gone traditional? I... <laughs> that's a great big long story there. I started off trying to get like a big traditional... Like everybody, you want to be big traditional publisher and all of that. And I ended up with a smaller publisher who has been really gracious and they've taken all of my books to date and they're more than happy to say, what date would you like to publish the next one? <laughs> so it's on the borderline of indie publishing, but 
I have a traditional publisher who helps and does a lot of stuff for me. So. And you, do you feel that's been helping you in your career and everything's been going well with it? Or have you thought it, of going different? A bit of both. Like, it's really helped me to grow as a writer and to learn just tons of stuff. From where I first started 13 books ago to what I write now is similar but different. Like, stronger, cleaner. I find I can, my brain just wanders off <laughs> and I can write just whatever we're actually doing. The publisher themselves has asked writers to write part of a Canadian historical mystery series. Cool. So I'm going to be writing one based on Ontario, which actually features a character coming up from the U.S. And I think you might have heard of Jesse James. Oh. Yeah, there is a rumor that Jesse James buried gold in the area where I live. So I'm like, it's just a rumor. Nobody can prove anything, but I can take off with it and have fun. So. Yeah, that sounds cool. I write middle grade uh, fantasy type. So that would be a cool thing to do, like kids reading about history and learning this and then going on a treasure hunt. It's a similar oh. setting, but altering the story. And I think that's one of the great things yep. about writing. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the great part. Like I said, I live like not far from where this supposedly happened. So I'm like, I'm going to do a drive-by a couple of times and go, okay, I've got the map. I can figure out where this is. So you need to and get some pictures to put on your website and your exactly. email list and stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Exactly. So I think that would be very cool. Yeah, I like that. So is this newest book out already? <clears throat> the Kind Lady came out in March, beginning of March. and. I haven't found out yet how well it's doing, but we've been doing a lot of great, been doing a lot of podcasts, a lot of interview things, which has been a lot of fun. So nice. And where can we find the book? Pretty much anywhere. Okay. My website is dianebader.ca and you can link to it from anywhere on there. Um, it's Smashwords, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, you name it. It's all over the place. Okay, great. So what type of feedback are you getting from readers? Now, I'm assuming that a lot of the readers on this book have read the other books in the series. So what's the type of feedback you were getting and what are you getting now on the newest books? Has that changed? That type of thing. Um, I, most of the feedback I've had so far have been people that have not read the rest of the series. And a couple of them are like, you have to go back and find out a little bit more detail. But I've had really great reviews, which has... It's always really cool when somebody gives you a review and you don't know who they are. It's different when somebody gives you a review and you see them every second day or something. And it's totally different, right? Yeah. When it's someone you've never met before, it's, oh, cool. Did you take any of the feedback, whether from beta readers, friends, family, or reviews on your earlier books? And did that change anything you're doing with your writing now? Sometimes yes, and sometimes you just sometimes you have to take those things with a bit of a grain of salt. Because I've had people tell me, particularly one of the books in the series, someone said that I don't like the characters, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, but I can relate to the main character, and I just went, "How does that work?" <laughs> like, not sure what to take away from that one. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, definitely sometimes people will bring up things like, oh my gosh, there's typos and whatever, which has happened. 
But sometimes you just have to go, oh, okay, there was a typo. Sorry. Just had a short story in an anthology. And actually, someone else that was in the anthology, they're reading all the stories for audiobook. And I was like, dang. And they found two errors. And I'm like, man, I went over it. My editor went over it. And I went over it again. And there's still two errors in there. So it happens. It's not always because authors suck or editors suck or that we didn't do it. It just sometimes happens. So, We're human. Yeah. Like, the good news is I wrote the story so I could put it in my universe of stories. So after I let that go for a while, I'm going to alter it just a little bit and put it in my universe. So nice uh, using it a little more. So Diane, if you had the choice for either this book or the series, would you rather see it turned into a movie or a TV show? Oh goodness. I'd get hooked on the TV show. And that's interesting too, because that definitely has changed over the last four or five years. Even just the last two years yeah. with COVID and everything. And look how many new series have popped up that right now I made a bad decision this weekend and I started watching Better Call Saul, which <laughs> <laughs> my son loves those. I love the show. And yeah, it's an addiction right now because I'm off for the weeks. <laughs> Every chance I'm like, oh. I've got a couple hours to kill him and go watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch just one. Four you shows can't. later. You can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. I tried that last night, and like all of a sudden, I think we were six shows in, and it's, I didn't go to bed. <laughs> right. Okay. So what are your plans for your next book? Is it in this series, a new series, your old series? What's your plans? No, this series for now, The Con Lady was the last book in the series but there is that nice little wiggle room that you can always go back later and go oh okay characters aren't all dead they're all good but the next book i'm working on right now is actually the second book in my sugarwood mysteries which sugarwood is a fictional town here in ontario so i can incorporate a lot of local things and traditions and stuff that would not be in the other series and the second book is going to, the first book was called Drop Dead Cowboy. And this one is going to be called The Dead Man's Doll. You like the and ideas. There's, <laughs> there's a little bit of voodoo and nice. it's just, it's a fun series. I'm enjoying it. But still cozy mystery-ish, so not hardcore supernatural stuff. Yeah. Just, okay, nice. Okay. Yeah. This one is just more fun. With Murder and Mayhem, how much fun can you have? But it is a fun series, and I'm really enjoying it. And I've got some characters that I'm having a blast with. So Great. And so, Diane, what are some of your favorite books and favorite authors? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's like, sometimes that's the thing about being a writer, is sometimes you have to really force yourself to go sit and read somebody else's stuff, because you're busy doing your own edits. And right. There's awesome. other times you get hooked on a book and you're like, I should go, but really I want to just one more chapter. I just finished reading. I, I don't know how familiar you are with Murdoch Mysteries. Oh, yeah. Maureen Jennings is actually a local. Nice. <laughs> and I get to actually see her tonight on a, I'm part of, what is it called? Uh, Maple Leaf Mysteries writing conference. And she's actually one of the keynote speakers and stuff. So we'll be watching her tonight. Nice. But I just finished reading her book, Heat Wave, which I'm, I was hooked. It was just such a fun, light, 
one of those books you can take to the beach or out in the backyard and just read and you don't have to think. You don't have to work for the story. It's just this wonderful little story. Great. Great. Do you have any that you like grew up reading that are your all-time favorites you've read several times? You know what? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I used to be really hooked on Stephen King and uh, I can't think of the other one. Anne Rice was another one. Anne Rice. Dean Coons, yeah. Like I said, all the Hardy Boys, I've read all the Hardy Boys, I swear. And I was trying to collect them for my kids and none of them were interested. So. Yeah, um, that- yeah, but I'm trying to read different things as well. Like some of the books my kids had when they were teenagers, I'm going back and looking at some of those because I belong to a couple different writing groups and somebody was talking about them and I'm like, have those books. <laughs> I want to check this out. So that's next on the list. The whole YA genre oh. or whatever. Really, it's a demographic because within YA, you've got a wide range of genres. But it's crazy how that has exploded and adults read it. And it's not, oh, my God, you're reading kids books. That's totally not the stigma oh, yeah. at all. Especially when Harry Potter started. Yep. Harry Potter kind of led the explosion. And I yep. still have those books. Gone is another one. Yes. I have those as well. <laughs> and those are ones I will probably go back to read again. So Nice. Okay. Where you live, do you have a bookstore you like to go to now that we can start to go back to some of this stuff? We have we used to have one of the big chain bookstores in town and then that closed out, oh my gosh, like five years ago. But we have one really great used bookstore right on the main street. And we've got our own indie bookstore, which is just down the hill from where I live, which I haunt. And my books are all there. (laughs) Nice. And it was, as I said, it was actually the bookstore that was the Bookstore Lady book was based on. Okay. What's the name of of that place? I'll look it up and put a link in the show notes. Yeah, it's called Booklore. Okay. Yeah. I'll look that up, make sure and put a link to them. Yeah, I can send you the information. Perfect. That'd be good. And uh, so tell us one last time the name of your book and where they can find it and your website again. Absolutely. My newest book is called The Conned Lady. It is book five in my Wild Blue Mystery series. And it is available pretty much anywhere you can find books online, especially. Smashwords, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. And my website is dianebader.ca. Nice. And smash words for now, because who knows what's going to happen now that draft a digital bottom. So that's interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's constantly changing. Absolutely. All right. So before we go and move on to some author stuff, tell everybody like the elevator pitch, why they should read your book. If somebody said, I don't know, why should I get this and read it? It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great adventure. There's it's just, I had a blast writing it. It's a great story and it's just a great beach read. Great. Okay. That's perfect for the summertime. Right. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just right. All right. So thank you for sharing your book with us, Diane. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.